Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here, your host, along with my co-host Everett Fornell. And Everett, I got to tell you, I was looking to cook you an omelet this morning, and I'm trying to find out how to make an omelet without breaking any eggs. Can you tell me well, how to do that? you know, I wish I could tell you how to do it. I can't, but I can tell you something. You know that, that talking man on that other famous podcast who's always running his yak? Well, he better watch out or we're going to completely destroy him. Completely level the podcast. Yeah, podcast man. <laughs> <laughs> if podcast man doesn't uh, come to his senses, we're going to totally annihilate his entire neighborhood. Everything. Destroy the whole thing. He won't With even be on fire and fury. The time we're done. <laughs> fire and, and fury. <laughs> and, and there's millions of people that actually somehow believe that we are crazy enough to do it. Well, and They don't realize yeah. that that's simply a smart thing to say in yeah. order to get the result that you want. Absolutely. And so we jest, as usual, at the opening of this episode, episode number 78, by the way, the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast, about this U.N. speech that Donald Trump goes out like a bull in a china shop and breaks every single rule of decorum and what you're not supposed to say and that this is a peaceful assembly and you come in here threatening war and flattening entire countries like a pancake and calling a world leader by a derogatory nickname and how dare you and outrageous and you should be embarrassed and your whole country is who, ha, what the anti-Trumpers had a field day for about 12 hours. And then China says, all right, we'll come to the table. Like, yeah, well, now, you know, does anyone think that was just a coincidence that China just said, you know, I guess now we'll, we'll, we'll be in on this anti-Korea thing and we'll do the sanctions and we'll come to the table and we'll whatever. Like, that had nothing to do with Trump's outrageously, ridiculously crazy, incendiary Trump-like speech that he gave the day before. Well, you know, I mean, the thing that people, I mean, I, I, I can almost see him sitting around the table in China saying he'd never do it. Are you sure he'd never do it? Uh, no, he'd never do it. I don't know what if he'd he never did. do it. Maybe he would do it. What if he did? Oh, shit. We beat him. We're big. We're China. We're big, com you know, big country and powerful and got all their debt. Ah, uh, no, but they got a big military. <laughs> and it would fuck us up bad if they did it. <laughs> But they're sitting there going, but look, come on now, Trump. You don't become a billionaire and defeat all the lifelong politicians who know what they're doing and hijack an entire political party and become president and have the number one rated TV show on the air if you're a raging lunatic. So there's no way. <laughs> but then you're right. The guy next to him goes, or could you? Yeah, but uh, what you if know, you I watch all the liberal TV channels in the U.S., and they keep, even though they know better, they keep spouting that Trump's some kind of lunatic, and he's unhinged, and he's unfit. And 
you know, I know some intelligent people who I call otherwise intelligent that actually <laughs> believe that. They'll come onto my social media and they'll post something like, you know, oh, your crazy president is now going to nuke Korea. I'm like, you, act, we, you, I know this guy. I'm like, you're an intelligent guy. Like, you actually fell for that? You actually believe that? But now an entire country of China, you're suggesting, might have fallen for that and actually believe it? Then Trump is just sitting there, of course, laughing uncontrollably. He's not even laughing. He's just looking around at all the naysayers, looking around at his closest advisors so he didn't listen to any of them and go, I told you again. That's how you do it. It's really amazing, and it's entertaining to watch. And, I mean, you've got to give it that, that whether you like him or whether you don't like him, whatever you think about him, it's some of the best reality TV I've ever seen. <laughs> it really is. It's awesome. It's and after how much time, you have to ask, after how much time of this, of Trump acting so incredibly unpresidential, after how many years of this will it take until, by definition, what Trump does is presidential? It's the only Oh, right, time. yeah. I mean, he's not presidential, except that he's the president, so... Until he's been doing it for what? four years, and then guess what? All the textbooks are going to have their section about Donald Trump, the history books. And it's going to say this is one way to do it when you're president. So guess what? By definition, there's a point where everyone will realize that by definition, everything Trump does is presidential by definition. You could have done that, and Jeb Bush tried doing that <laughs> along the way and saying you can't insult your way to the White House, and you'll never, you'll never. But once you're in it, by definition, or, you know, because on, on we talked about on the campaign trail, they're like, you know, your rallies, your debate style, your this and that's unprecedented, unprecedented. The day he took office, it became presidential. Yep, absolutely. absolutely. Which I would have loved for Trump to come out and say, by the way, like, yeah, I'll become so presidential you won't believe it. You know why? Because by definition, I'll be, be the guy behind the desk in the Oval Office, you fool, so everything I do will be presidential. Ha! <laughs> and just in case any of our uh, esteemed listeners have uh, been living under a rock for the last few days, Trump stood up in front of the U.N. and, among other things, said, number one, that he puts the good of the U.S. over the good of the world in the middle of the United Nations, and then he started in on North Korea and how North Korea is insane and they're a dictatorial state and they're horrible and the leader's horrible and, and how he, if he keeps going, he keeps shooting rockets off, then he's gonna, then Trump is going to flatten him if he attacks the U.S. or any of the U.S.'s allies. Trump is going to utterly and completely destroy the entire country. Well, obviously not Trump, but, you know, the U.S. military is going to do that. And then uh, cast the whole thing off by calling him Rocket Man. <laughs> it's just, just golden. Uh, and, Rocket by the way, I don't know if you noticed, Steve, I know you've spoken on, on stages from sea to shining sea. Did you notice the little green, yellow, red lights in front of Trump? I was, uh, I was working, and I had the thing playing in the background on my computer, and I'm working on doing some functional stuff. I wasn't writing copy because I was kind of listening. But I glanced over, and about halfway through the talk, the red light's flashing. Like, you know, <laughs> it's time to get on. It's time to get down. It's time to get down. It's time to end it up. And you could almost see Trump just like, you know, I'm the president of the United States. I'll get off when I feel like getting off. You That's funny. Off. No, I didn't watch the thing. I, you know, I had a life, and uh, I didn't mm -hmm. watch the thing at all. All I saw was some clips on the news nonstop about how unpresidential he is because he's calling him Rocket Man and threatening to flatten the whole country like a pancake and whatever else he was saying. It, I did notice was was I... that little thing, like, by his left hand, but I, I didn't take any enough care to, like, look at it, but that's hilarious. So they're like... It, it... So they're wishing that, I guess, the, whoever was, was running that thing was wishing they were at the Oscars and they could have played some music and, like, gotten yeah. them off of it. <laughs> it's 
was hysterical. He's just he's going on, not even paying attention to that little red light flash. And, I'd have to think that if that was Trump, Kim he Jung might have even Rocket paid so Man. much more attention than he said, oh, yeah? Now I'm really going to start going crazy. Yeah, now it's really going to get nuts. <laughs> So anyway, what? Because uh, that's uh, the point. So so here's the deal. People know that Trump is a bull in a china shop. He's anti-establishment, unconventional. He's not afraid of negative publicity. He doesn't even think there is such a thing as as long as they spell your name right. There's no such thing as negative publicity. He has no pretense about breaking the rules and being a standing up and and being bombastic and saying anything he wants to say. What has this got to do? What is the lesson? to be learned from this speech, this activity by Donald Trump? Well, most of the time, we want to take the high road in our business. Most of the time, we want to be looked at as an ethical, you always want to be looked at as ethical, but most of the time, you want to be looked at as the highest person morally and ethically and and behaviorally in your marketplace, because that's what's going to get you a ton of business. But sometimes, business is a jungle, and the jungle ain't always pretty. And sometimes you got to go after your competition. Sometimes you got to tear into your vendors. Sometimes you got to be an asshole with your employees. For example, way back in the sunroom business. Now, if you've ever taken any sales training, you know that, you know, they always never talk bad about your customers, about your competition, and never do this and never do that. And about 90% of the time, I followed that very strictly. But I sold a ton of sunrooms with something that sounded like this. Somebody would say, I have another estimate from XYZ guys, and you know they, they're less expensive than you. And I'd say, well, can I see the estimate, make sure we're comparing apples to apples? You have mine, so it's not like I'm going to play any games. I can't change my price. You already know my price, but let's make sure that it's, it's a comparable estimate. So they pull it out, and I'd look, and it would be a comparable estimate. So shit, you know, I can't, I can't beat up the estimate. Well, yeah, this, you know, so my uh, standard response is, yeah, well, it's a comparable estimate and they are a little bit less expensive. And, and honestly, this company will build a company builds a good room. I mean, uh, uh, you should be okay as long as you get their house crew. And I'd hand their estimate back to them and everybody would go, huh? What do you mean? Oh, well, just make sure you're going to get their house crew. It's, it's a busy time of year for sunrooms and you want to make sure you get their house crew. What do you mean their house crew? Oh, well, I, I, they, they have an in-house crew. Much like we do. Well, I mean, we have more. We have several in-house crews. But they have an in-house crew, and the in-house crew builds a good room. But if they're too busy, then they bring on temporary crews. And the oh. temporary crews, it's a crap shot. And, I mean, you might get a nice room, or you might get a room that leaks like a colander over your head when it rains, <laughs> and it's horrible. And so, I mean, you save a little bit of money, but, you know, just make sure you get in the in-house crew. Well, now, of course, and, and don't, don't ah. let them tell you it's the in-house crew. Make sure it's the in-house crew. Don't let them just tell you that. Make double sure with the crew that these guys work for them exclusively all the time. Well, now by now they're sweating. And, well, now the the four thousand dollar difference in price, they don't care. They're like, oh, no, I just you know you guys. I sold a lot of sunrooms by getting down in the mud and telling them you know and, and implying that they were rolling the dice and might get a shit room if they went with the other guy. So sometimes you got to do that. That's the fact of business. Well, and if anyone knows that, it's Donald Trump. He's a successful yeah. business person. Again, no matter what you think of him or what you think of his the way he conducts business or whatever, that's what he does. It's often excused by saying, well, you know, he's uh, in New York real estate, the most rough and tumble, killer be killed business platform there is in the world. If you can make it in the world of New York real estate, this is what you'd have to do And you're dealing with unions and you're dealing with contractors and you're dealing with municipalities and 
this is what you got to do. He knows how to fight and how to make threats and how to get things done. And there's a reason why, after 16 years of milk toast leadership in this country, the country elected a bull in a china shop to just go in and do stuff that all these lifelong namby-pamby politicians, you know, you got to say the right thing and, oh, the decorum of the august, austere United Nations has never heard such language before but ooh ah ooh yeah yeah no sorry sorry to yeah. half of america like sorry i know that's who you wanted you wanted just another establishment politician that would keep doing all the stuff that has us in all this trouble and has the world in a mess no we even if it doesn't fix the world at least we're going to have a good show for four years because we're putting in the total opposite right yeah i don't advocate by the way just as a side note and i'm sure you'll agree with me Steve, i don't advocate acting like that all the time so Trump acts like that all the time, but he's got a staff around him who can appear sane while he's appearing insane. But uh, you don't want to be, do that all the time in your business, but you do want to understand that sometimes you just got to go over the edge. You got you to gotta be unpresidential or unowner, unowner, ownergential or whatever, whatever you would say. But by definition, since you're the owner of the business, you're acting like an owner. I could not have said it better myself. That is an excellent lesson to be learned from Donald Trump, although it's just scratching the surface on what really is to be learned from that UN speech and, in fact, the entire way Trump is conducting this whole um, acting like a lunatic against North Korea, threatening North Korea kind of thing. And we reserve that, as we do every week. We have our advanced tip of the week. And for that, oh, man, this, dear listener, I'm sorry? This, this week, I, I just said this week, the advanced tip is a killer tip. We got the specifics and how people can en enact them and work them, and, and we can help them mold them. I mean, I'm telling you this week, I always like our advanced tip. The people who call in, who write in, who, who write an email, who schedule time, they always get great value for the advanced tip. They always appreciate the time we spend with them. But I'm telling you this week, it's just going to blow the door. Off. I'm excited. I believe that will occur. It occurs anyway. It especially will occur this week. So for that advanced tip to your listener, you simply go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com. You get the contact information for Everett and for me. Pick one. Contact us, and we will help you let you know the advanced tip for this week. We'll go one step further, and we will help you implement it into your specific business situation you're dealing with right now and then you too can totally nuke your competition off the face of the earth you've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today if you want to be a winner like trump make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to lessons learned from donaldtrump.com and join us next time unless you like being a loser some people do Trust me.